This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Can you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. DA wants to silly owe permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My co-worker's a jerk. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, we're going to have a good day here on the DA show. Happy hour number two to those who were with us from the beginning. Happy hour number one if you're just tuning in now to everybody. It's Mraz. It's Bogish. Our DA show question of the morning that was just posted on Twitter was the canceling of the hot dog eating contest all the work to make Joey Chestnut look like an American hero? Go to CBS Sports Radio to vote on that. PDB with us, Greggy Caserta with us, Andrew Bogish here. Having a good day. Today. Gonna get in a lot of traffic today. By the way, gonna be a good day. Big day in the Morash house. Taylor. Soccer tonight. Oh, Alex Morgan, here That's we go. That's right. That's right. Her summer Thursday league begins, in which I will only be able to make a couple nights of it. Yeah. Uh, 4.30, so let's see. Let's see what she's got. There's going to be no skipping the practice today. What do we think? How many goals tonight? Uh, what was the last one? Nine? Yeah, I think she's scoring 11 tonight. I was gonna, I'm going to go six. They know she's coming now. Different town, though. We're Doesn't matter. Her, bringing words, her up to the North Shore. Word spreads. They'll be prepared their focus will be on her. Can't let her beat you. So six tops. Well, she only had nine Sour Patch Kids yesterday, so hopefully that just fuels mm. her a little bit. Have some more today, man. Yeah. So she'll be fired up. She'll be going. I'll be sitting there with the rally towel. Uh, how do I dress as the dad at this? Uh, Intently? Do I wear gym shorts to yeah. show like I'm a soccer dad? I mean, I don't. that's what I wear to Jake's baseball games. Okay. Some mesh shorts and a t-shirt. Okay. Do I wear a whistle around my neck, or is that oh, going too hard? How about you stay home? I don't want to stay home. I dare y'all go to this one. No, no, this is Daddy's little girl. She's going to score some goals for me tonight. I, I wouldn't. I'd leave the whistle home, right, Pete? If she gets double digits, I'll get her ice cream after. Actually, you know what? Take it. Take the whistle. Wear a referee outfit. Go stand there and be obnoxious. I will give a ref the business tonight. We had our first, uh, actually, I shouldn't say our first, our second, but first in a while, major parent issue at a game last week. Oh, what happened? So the Somebody fe- recognize you? No, 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 no. This is bad. Uh, but I did see the FedEx guy yesterday that loves me and not you and Lugie, and he was happy to, to see me again. That was sweet. But, yeah, um, because you keep ordering. Yeah. But so the field we were playing at was set up where the spectating area was just around the outfield fence. 
Okay. It was like a, in, stuck in the corner of like a complex. There was no room to go down behind home plate. Oh, or that's interesting. No like sideline seats on the foul lines, which is common. So we're sitting out there. Important game, district, you know, playoff game, fighting, Port. trying to get right, to whatever the nine U version of Williamsport is. So we're battling, inning ends, and I see the home plate umpire turn and start having a really animated conversation with somebody behind the other team's dugout. And oh, then really? the field umpire goes running in like as backup. So apparently what happened was a parent from the other team had gone down behind their dugout and was giving the kids instructions. Even though there were two coaches on the team, they didn't stop him. The umpire said, sir, you, you got to stop. You can't be back here. And he cursed the umpire out. Wow. So then the umpire started yelling at this guy. That's when the other umpire came in. Everybody's yelling. So this guy gets ejected, but we had to wait. He had to throw actually him out. throw him out. But he has to leave the park. He has to leave the whole place. So then. Well, how's this kid going to get home? So he has to just go on the parking lot. Okay. So he's walking. Again, he's at home place. So he's walking all of the left field line, still yelling at the umpires. Gets out to the where we are in center field is giving the finger back to these guys as the umpire is going, <laughs> telling them that he's that he's got to leave. He finally, there's like a 15 minute delay for this guy. The argument and then the slow walk out, middle fingers, cursing, still yelling over kids and adults. Not one person from their side was like, John, you got to go. Like no one calmed them they, down. They agreed, or I think maybe they had enough of them. And uh-huh. this is not the first time they're like, we're not dealing with this again. But then he stood. He went in the parking lot and he changed his shirt, which kind of freaked me out. Like he was like going to come back in. So there was like a supervisor and she came over and we had said, we told her like, is he still here? And she said he was in the parking lot watching through like three fences, smoking a joint, watching the game from a distance. And then the game ends. So he was really in the weeds. The game ends and I'm standing there and he, here he comes, new shirt, walking right past with a dozen donuts, and he goes to the kids' dugout and gives them donuts after the game. Like, oh, nothing happens. What a nice guy. Yeah, right? I like that. Great guy. He broke even. Yeah. Cursed in front of kids, got ejected, but he brought donuts. I, I tell you this. If, if I was umpiring and he was walking down the left field line and, and walking out like that, taking his time, I would have threatened to forfeit on the on the team. So there are, depending on where you're playing, there are rules where if if you get thrown out, your kid is also ejected from the game. Oh, I like that. This was not the kid didn't have to leave the game, but there are like, but like that's that's in play. Can I can I also say something? Yeah, it doesn't make this guy right or wrong. I appreciate a good middle finger. The art of the middle finger has been lost in the last ten years. Kids, you've had this take before. Yeah, but the more I think about it, you notice like we were younger. Everybody driving the middle finger was like common practice. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know how many middle fingers I saw from from the back seat. You don't see a lot of middle Jack McDowell at Yankee Sam. You don't see the middle finger a lot anymore. I remember when you first said this. It was I. I think I was trashing a guy for like a road rage thing, yeah. and part of it was he just it can extended middle finger yes. out his window. And yeah. You did the same thing. Like that's a lost art. It is. Come on, there. We live in New York. We're in New York City every day for work, guys. We all were young at one point. There was a day you would be a shocker if you went through a whole day without some seeing somebody give somebody a middle finger. Yeah. See what I now what? You get one every two months? The version I like is what this guy actually did. It was a very dismissive, like, I'm gonna do it, I'm walking away. The aggressive, like in your face one yeah. seems like too much. This one's gotta be like over your shoulder. 
Like I'm I'm leaving, but I'm leaving this with me, you know, behind as well. That's the version of it I like. I like. You know what's actually a cringe middle finger? That's actually the only time I see middle fingers. When people take a picture together, you ever see these pictures on Facebook or Instagram? It's like, or they might be like throwbacks when you're young and everybody's just giving the middle finger. Yeah. Those are so cringe. Ugh. I feel dirty and I need a shower talking about that. Ugh. All right. Now, Damian Lillard. Speaking of. <laughs> yeah, the hairball. Yeah, we, um, we're pro Dame, I think, on the show, for sure. Damian Lillard has been nothing but loyal to the Portland Trailblazers to the point where it felt like painful that he was asking out. Um, but now, as the reports have come out, this is Damian Lillard. Yeah, I won out. I want to go to a contender. If the new reports are to be believed, and that is Damian Lillard only wants to go to the Heat, I start to become anti-Dame, Bogues. You could be as loyal as you want and want to go to a contender, but the team that you're just playing for that owns your rights should also have the right to kind of get the best deal possible within parameters, right? Like if they're looking to trade into the Houston Rockets and that doesn't make sense, I understand. But if there's other teams involved, to say I would only consider going there and I want to go there, I haven't heard it's Miami or you might as well just keep me. I've heard, no, I want to go to Miami now. Now, who knows if he's actually saying this. But if that's the case, I mean, can we calm down? It's weird because he doesn't have power, like through a no-trade clause. Right. But he has the power of Damian Lillard to yeah. be like, and I don't. I don't. At the same time. I don't agree that the Blazers, like, owe him anything. No. In terms of, like, sending him somewhere now, they shouldn't. No, guess, that was Lillard's pad if he wants to hop out of there. Right. Now, I did also see somebody, too, say that the idea that teams, like, remember what, how, or players remember how teams handle these situations. Get serious. It do, They don't. Right. And the 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 example was Blake Griffin, whom the Clippers could not have loved more when he at this point he was peak Blake Griffin, gave him a big contract, and like a year and a half later they sent him to the Pistons to get rid of his salary. And people still want to be a Clipper. No one's like, Oh, I can't play for them. So the Blazers don't need to worry about like pissing off the rest of the NBA yeah. or any future stores that might want to go there. But it, there is something to the like Lillard has some leverage here and he might as well flex his muscles as much as possible and just force them to be a little more creative. It's going to take a third or a fourth team, but we've seen this before. He's going to be a heat. Like he just, he is like, is that what you say? He's going to be a heat. It's weird, right? He's going to, he's going to be in Miami. It's going to be on the heat. It's going to take the Nets or somebody else being involved to take Tyler hero and redistribute things, but it's going to happen. No, I agree. It's going to happen. It just feels weird to say that it's only going to happen, but I'm sorry. You just changed course. He was that a misspeak or you actually say that? No, I mean, I, I, I don't say it you can often. Say he's gonna be a Laker, right? Yeah. But you don't say he's gonna be a Heat. You say he's gonna be a Magic. He's gonna be a Jazz. No, it doesn't make sense, and it just came out. But I don't say it all the time. But I, yes, the right, the better way was probably to say he's gonna be on Miami. Or he's gonna be on the Heat. But I would have said he's gonna be a Nick. So that's where that came from. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not like having your misspeaks called out? Uh, I'm not fine with it because that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, how about you? Do you not like having your misspeaks called out? It's going to be called out anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. So, I mean, part of the thing is that <laughs> there's a difference between misspeaking and then saying something that makes no sense. And there's also patting yourself on the back for a great line and then realizing the line has a typo in it. Or did it? Overflow. <laughs> pork boots. Pork boots. 
Boom, boom, boom. All right. So, by the way, as we pivot real quick, Petey, uh, I am on vacation next week, and then I will return for what should be the final week here. Any <laughs> what more- should be? What does that mean? What should be the final week here. Any more sieves from DA here on uh, what you guys have planned? Sieves? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't even know what, that, what the word's supposed to be. If you think uh, like if a you, message on on like marching orders, if you think the circus is coming in here with, with cakes and balloons? No, and, the reason I ask you out the door. I was going to do a, another decade of DA because, and I, I was one of the follow us up on the chestnut thing in just a moment. Uh, but now I'm afraid to pull anything because I don't know what you guys have planned, and I could potentially do something tomorrow. No, no, do what you want to do. Okay, so there, Vogues, you heard that? I heard it. Well, that actually that sieve. Like a president is leaving. I, I mean, don't. Pl- I might as well be. I, I don't. One of a kind radio talent. I don't. I don't blame Pete because DA will probably come in next Wednesday with ideas for, and tell Pete he's got two days to figure this. Out. Right. Yeah. So I'm he's munching on huge hot dogs and Narragansett beers in Rhode Island. You're so, waiting here to do something. He's got nothing for you. Yeah. But then next week, sieve after sieve after sieve. Here's seven ideas. So no. going back to our poll question on Joey Chestnut, I don't know about you, Bogues. But, man, I think we found real value in the decade of DA this week because we played back that moment with Joey Chestnut, which we talk about, like, in common tongue here on the DA show. And, you know, it's been played back in in clips from that. It's not original that was played back. But, boy, the amount of tweets that I got of people going, screw Joey Chestnut, after hearing him on the DA show on Tuesday. We, you realize how many new listeners you bring in over, like, the course of years? And some, uh, there were a lot of people, put it this way, a lot. This was not one. That I guess heard that Joey Chestnut moment, actually heard it, not just mentioned, for the first time. Oh, boy, were they inundating my timeline. Well, screw this guy. I'm so happy to root against him. Or tagging people who were cheering that he ate 64, whatever. You shouldn't be rooting for this guy. Mm-hmm. The power of a decade of DAV playing back these moments has real value. We won over EJ. EJ in the middle of the show on Friday went full 180 and had had Joey being a full on like bad guy in like wrestling yeah. terms. And then EJ was tweeting on, live on Tuesday about the cancellation, how that was Joey's fault. Yeah. So EJ's leading the charge here, anti Joey Chestnut. I love it. EJ's really brought the fire. And what is this now? We got a home run derby bracket? When did that start? Uh, it's been a couple of years old. Oh, that's least. right. You're right. Now that I say that, but there, I do think that maybe up. we know this sooner than usual. Who's Garcia? That's facing a Rosarina. Uh, Adelise from the Rangers, yeah, Texas Rangers. Okay, Adley Rutschman, Robert Junior. Of course, everybody knows from the White Sox. Uh, Pete Alonso. You've got Julio six, Rodriguez. You got six good names in there. Mookie Betts versus Vlad Guerrero Junior. Who's Robert Junior? He plays for the White Sox, and I would love for somebody to who knows more than this. His name is Luis Robert Jr. And I, I think he's Cuban. LRJ. I'm I'm perplexed why his first name is like Hispanic, Luis, but then we don't say like we just say Robert, well, which is like the American. Like you'd think there'd be some kind of accent somewhere. There might be, or, a, there might be a. Uh... Different way to say it. I'm, I'm, I love I love languages. I love names. What do you call the little thing that's usually over an N? A till? A tilde. I was going to call it a till. Yeah. Tilda. Like when, when he was coming up, I figured it was like Luis Robert because he's not right. from Long Island. 
like Guy Hebert, but it should have been Guy Herbert. Yeah. Or Guy Herbert. It's it was it's interesting to me that one name is like ethnic and one is not. At least in our from our vantage point. Well, he'll be in the home run derby nonetheless. He will. That's he's the number one seed somehow. That one I don't understand, but I don't really don't think that matters. Yeah, well, there you go. The bracket's out for the home run derby. You get six big names, which is good for baseball. I won't see a lick of the home run derby or all-star game. I'll be up in, uh, as my daughter's calling it, George Lake. <laughs> no, you sure it's not your daughter, not just you? Lake, no, she told me, Daddy, we're going to George Lake. It's Lake George. Never been up in that area. Usually not a lake guy, but you know what? Old Shawnee will take a kayak out and paddle. You might like a lake. Now, it depends on what the lake situation you know, is. You know me, folks. I'm an ocean and pool guy. I know, but... A lake. It's dirty. It's mm, mucky. See, that's the thing. We were at a lake in Connecticut that was like um, kind of man-made, and they actually can control like the, I don't know, vegetation or whatever in the lake, so it's not muddy and gross and kelpy. Mm. And it was it was almost, it wasn't a pool, but it was less grimy and lakey than I thought. You didn't have to walk in through like mud and gunk and clear like the weird entry point and you're out like it, it was nice i could live there okay i've seen the great lakes i've been up in toronto yeah i've been in chicago and those look like oceans because they're so massive with waves so i i do get that aspect of like calling that a beach but even so the sand is different it's rock but i'll be at the ambiance you know get me in a pool look out yeah but because of that i don't even know if i'll get the all-star game on tuesday night you might get the all. I mean, there's going to be TV where you're I staying. Like it, don't have electricity. Okay. Yeah. Now you go back with two kids to the room with one TV in one room. Well, and... they're going to be asleep at some point. Okay. And then I'm sure my wife's going to be really looking to watch Luis Robert on Monday night. She's going to be asleep too. And Faroz are going to tweet, you know, you have a TV in your pocket. Call the phone. Huh. Who can watch TV like that on your phone? I mean, maybe a quick show on the elliptical and away we go. So there, we just gave you a little story of me over the last 17 minutes or so. When we come back... Wait, you're not getting on an elliptical anywhere during that time up there. Okay, so for those who don't know, I'm a big workout guy on vacation. I find it to be... It's got to be part of my workout. I'll probably go for a run around the lake. Assuming you can run around the whole lake? I don't think you can. Lake George is a doozy. Yeah? Yeah, that might be... A, that's about... You might you have try, some distance us, to it. You should try and let us know. Anything 10 miles or less I could do. You're going to do a 10-mile run for fun on... It'll take me two hours. You're going to be away from the family for two hours on vacation? If I wake up like 6 o'clock, be one with nature? Oh, come on. Yeah, the whole point of vacation is not to wake up at 6 o'clock. Yeah, but if you, you're mind. one with nature... Stop being one with nature. You're not, you're not, not like you're uh, Jack Hanna. I like having a clear <laughs> mind. I like having a clear mind. I like going out there, like petting a deer. I like running around. So Lake George is 44 square miles. Tell me. That seems, for our normal human running, too much. Give it a shot. 44 square miles. But that's the internal. So that doesn't mean it's 44 miles around it. Uh, I mean, that's the general size. Like, length times width gives you square mileage. So 12 and 12? Or like 20 and 2? Some form of something. So I might have to go 20 miles. Yeah, and then take an Uber back. I can't running a marathon. Do they have a bridge over at any point? That I can't speak to. Do lakes have bridges that cut like walking bridges? Some lakes that aren't too wide, sure. Okay, all right. Does Lake George have a bridge? That should be the poll question. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what I mean. Like you know one of those walking bridges you go over. Do you think I'll see any bears? Definitely tails and not. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. bears over there. I you know I'm eating at a very mediocre breakfast place too over the course of that. There's a hundred percent. There's a there.
Yeah, there's a brand name place that's probably very weak yeah. in the service. For sure. For sure. With the waitress that's worked there for 40 years. So you do right. have plenty of running trails that are set up around the area. Bingo. Bam. But it's not around the, the lake. Okay, but I can go through a trail. Be one with nature. Yeah. yeah find a good one with a bear on it. Coyote. You know? Oh. Like you. I. One with nature. Stop with this nonsense. One with nature. You, you know, you're not I one exercise with more than anybody on the show, including that DA. That's not the point. I am with nature more than anybody on the show. I don't think that's true. With nature. Nature is not the target around your corner. Oh, so you can't be one with nature and one that's with target? nature. I go to the parks. I see the animals. Which parks? I bird watch. Yeah, okay. You bird watch, yeah. I go up to the top of my daughter's clubhouse. She has binoculars. Mm-hmm. And we look up at the birds. Okay. There's morning doves. There's blue jays who are nasty little critters. Blue jays. In your in your trees in your backyard. That's not exactly nature. Yeah, sure it is. A tree is nature. A tree is a tree. All right, go run with a bear on the trail and tell me how to uh, report back. Right. I'll, I'll do an Instagram live from there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Reed Phillips Radio will be locked in. All right, when we come back, your best audio of the day, including Dave Martinez, Draymond Green, and Ryan Hickey, the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, folks, here we go. It's the best sound of the morning. And I'm assuming the Ryan Hickey clip that will close the segment is the one suggested by Carlos with a clip on this Thursday morning. That is correct. Okay, the other two got to us naturally. We begin with some baseball. Ellie De La Cruz has been a popular name on the show the last couple of weeks because he is pretty damn good, and the Reds are staying hot in the NL Central. Last night in Washington, De La Cruz coming up, and the Nats had umpires check the knob of his bat for this little rubber device, took it off the bat, 
Then someone from MLB headquarters told them the thing was okay, put it back on the bat. De La Cruz crushed a 455-foot home run, turned to the Nats' dugout, pointed at the thing on the knob and went, is this okay? And then took his try around the bases. Here's Nats manager Dave Martinez on why he started all of this. It wasn't a big issue. I just wanted to know what that was. I don't think that, I, I haven't seen anybody, you know, I know what the device is, but I've never seen nobody wear it during the game. So, you know, I just went out and I, I even told Quinn, like, I'm not trying to make a big deal about it, but he's wearing this thing on his on his bat. Um, so they checked it. And I, when he came back and told me, hey, it's legal, I was all good. I think they understand. I hope they understand. I mean, you know, I, I play with Freddie. You know, Freddie knows I'm not, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to penalize this, this kid. I'm not. I mean, you know, I, you know, I love the way he plays the game. I, I don't like his antics, you know, after he hit the home run. Um, we could do without that. He's only got two weeks in big leagues, but, um, you know, he's, he's going to be a good player. So a couple of things here. Ellie De La Cruz allowed to do the little look at the dugout when they check your bat. That's cool. It's also cool to not check the bat. Like, I'm all for that kind of stuff pine tar you live in a world now where you're in the travel baseball whatever and you're checking whether the bats legal or not all those things are in play it's part of the game but this is the way you get burned when you do it is a guy then smokes a home run and shows you up the problem is is the first sentence or the second second dave martinez knew what this is it's a little rubber thing that goes on the end of your bat it actually connects to a phone an ipad whatever and it can tell you swing data and it actually, I think, is able to project, like, where the ball, like, how well you should have hit the ball based on your swing. So it can do, you know, your swing velocity, plane, all that kind of stuff. So that's what it was. It's a training tool. It has no effect on the bat. So if Dave knew what it was, he probably should have kept his mouth shut because in the end, he made Ellie angry. And Ellie had a 455-foot home run to make the Nats look silly. Draymond Green is next. He and Chris Paul, we touched on this last week, too. Uh, Draymond talking a good game now that CP3 is his teammate. Here's more on why he loves Chris Paul, courtesy of the podcast P Show. I think he brings a couple things. After the Lakers series, Steph said in his press conference, we ran out of variety. If they're taking this away, mm-hmm. you can go to this. If they're mm-hmm. taking that away. Then you can move to this. Our team last year didn't have a variety of ways that we could score. And I think CP adds another thing to the menu. But I'll tell you one more thing that I think it unlocks. And I actually look forward to learning this from him. I think Chris Paul will completely unlock Jonathan Kaminga and his growth. CP is great with young guys. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Aiden looked like a bus before CP came to Phoenix. No disrespect yeah. to Aiden, <laughs> but more so a nod to CP. Yeah. What he would do for Jonathan Kaminga and unlocking Kaminga mm-hmm. is huge. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> specifically, DeAndre Aiden stinks again, right? And CP3 yeah. is there still? Also, how long did DeAndre Ayton play before CP3 got there? One year? (laughs) Right. So, but the bigger picture is the backtracking here and almost like trying to rewrite history. And as competitors, Draymond doesn't like Chris Paul. Chris Paul, I don't think, liked Draymond and the Warriors. But here's again Draymond Green now buttering up CP3 because... He's on board now. They're teammates. Yeah, totally ass-kissing. You went from, I didn't like the guy, to, I respect the guy, too. I'm going to tell you everything I know about the guy and why I like him. I mean, and by the way, what if Jonathan Kaminga doesn't get unlocked? You talk about unnecessary pressure put on Chris Paul. Yeah. It'd be nice, though, if somebody could unlock one of those young bigs for Golden State. That's part of the problem of where they are. I mean, James Wiseman is a yeah. complete and utter bust. 
Do you think when he unlocks him, he has like a, a number pad? Or it's a, a code, key? yeah, CP3. Code. Oh. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, you just do the, what's, so that's like a two and a what? What? Where's the P on the, on the phone dial? I don't on know. On the number pad. Uh, seven. Seven. So two, seven, three is how you unlock. Two, seven, three. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, da, da, da. All right, finally, Ryan Hickey slipping up hosting the Zach Gelb show last night, which prompted a phone call. Ooh. Josh Allen was in the news today and I think confirms what a lot of Bills fans' fear is when it comes to his relationship with Stephon Diggs. We'll tell you what that is when we do return. It's the Ryan show. Oh, I should say it's the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio with Ryan Hickey filling on in. I apologize. I'm being distracted here. I'm just a total mess. I don't think this is Zach Gelb, but also I can't confirm nor deny that, but we do have a Zach calling from Portland. Hello, Zach. Did you replace Zach? Here we go. I knew it. Zach Gelb on the Zach Gelb show with Ryan Hickey filling in. I, at this point, if I'm Philly, again, and especially I'm a fan. I'm not a Sixers fan, but I was a Sixers I fan. this was the Ryan Hickey show. No, no. That's what I no. heard before the break. I heard you're running me out of town already. I have Act giving me faces. I got, you know, Carlos giving me the spirit fingers over here. I, I crumbled. I'll be honest. I crumbled so under they, the pressure. They were messing with you? The lights, the lights were bright here, and, and the pressure got to me, and I just forgot where I was for a second. I thought it was like 2.30 a.m., not 6.52. What a coward. What a hot take. Hickey yeah. talks faster than me, which is saying a yeah. lot. Now, look, Hickey did something that I appreciate because I do it all the time. When you screw up something, just kind of laugh at yourself and move on. So he did that. I mean, Zach calling in. Take the day off. That's the lead story. No big deal. Take Turn the day your off. your radio off. He listens to this show. He listens to other oh. shows. He's, you know, he's tweeting at Perloff during Maggie and Perloff. Then he does his own show. Yeah, he's still listening to Jr. After the fact, he's on vacation now. Listening from whatever Portland he's in, listening to Hickey. And here's the thing: take a break. We are all guilty of this. I listen in specifically during Canadian Bakings. I want to hear the grades and hear how I'm getting screwed. Pete will listen in, and then we purposely say things about him, knowing he's listening in, just to get him really all riled up, which is one of my favorite bit. Oh, every day Pete's out. All right, right. what are we gonna say about Pete today? Let's test and see if he's listening. We get him riled up. Uh, to, I am to listening. To so you yes. Know. Yes. <laughs> You're always listening. That's why we're always mean. That's right. Yeah. But what is the bit there that Gelb's going to be listening to that? Also, it's a holiday. No, it's or just, I guess the day after a holiday. It's just Gelb. Didn't an edict come down from management that... Edict Falco? Ah. What other show was she on? That's Nurse not Jackie. Funny. Very good. Don't be so hard on the kid. You know, you're a little mean sometimes back there. Thank you. Kid. Um, didn't didn't something come from down the hall that uh, I, I pointed on radio down the hall that certain people that work here aren't allowed to call other shows I'm on not, this I network? I am no longer touching that subject. Oh, on you know, this network. On this network. <laughs> Whoa! This is news to me. I, I don't Did, know what you're talking about. That I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're, you're thinking of something else with other networks. But didn't that same person also call a weekend show on this network? No. Unless, unless I'm not privy to that. As a caller? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I am completely in the dark so right he, now. He produces the JR show. Oh, no. And didn't he call one of the weekend hosts here? Oh, and with a different name, right? I don't know if it was. A, well, yeah, because I think the host. I mean, the I, voice. Know, I know there was a different network. Well, oh. he, he did both. Never mind. He called me. 
He's called. And he then called I, me as Dave in Memphis. I'm David Shepard with your CBS Sports <laughs> Radio Update. You're right. He did. So And pretended it wasn't him and then hung up with the take. So is it okay then for, for Zach to be doing that? Calling other shows on the network? Well, he's calling his show. All right, I guess that's... called this show to tell us he had a baby. I guess that's okay. I just... <laughs> Finally. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I guess it's okay. All right. It's just, uh, it's a you little... took a long way to get there. No, it's just a little weird. Like me going around Lake George on a run. 855-212-4227. Are you, are you I'll a, be back tomorrow. You you a vacation jogger, Greg? Oh, like waking up early? No. <laughs> it's vacation. It's the point of vacation so is to not vac- jog. Let me ask you guys. Okay, I understand that it's vacation. You go away for a week, five days, four days, three days. You don't feel like crap because you're, you're not eating home-cooked food normally. Yeah, I feel like crap. You don't feel like crap. You don't think. If you're not feeling like crap, you're not doing vacation, right? Don't you need right. a little metamorphins to kind of fire in your head? Those yes. are not things you can have. Um, so I will. <laughs> what do you call them? So he combined, what, what, meta, endorphins. He combined endorphins. metamucil with endorphins. Yeah, or metamorphosis. Yeah, so basically your idea of running is it helps your mental health, but it also makes you go to the bathroom quicker. So that's good. It probably, every, I mean, everything <laughs> makes you go to the bathroom. Right? You should have seen me. Never mind. Friction up, friction down. Fourth of July. Look out. Falling up on a Tuesday. Finished my bike ride. Woo. Woo, Nelly. Yeah, a little Leanne Hainsby 30-minute pop ride. Got you loosened up. I look like Dion high-stepping to the end zone. (sighs) So moist. Don't think that's supposed to happen. What we got? What do we got for analyze? What do we got? (laughs) What do we got? This is for you, Pete Bellotti. The NBA's in the Summer League, brother. Centerpiece of a three-team deal. Cut my music. That also includes future draft picks in 2030 when Bob's Bar 11 comes to West Babylon. (laughs) Williams, the recipient of a new four-year, $53 million deal from the Mavericks with Reggie Bullock headed to the Spurs. The article I read called Williams a, quote, burly 24-year-old reserve. He brings a defensive edge and some grit to a team. Not an audition one. That already has Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. That's not funny. How many more days of this? This Six shows, two hours and 23 minutes. Six shows. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do my sentimental tribute later. July 21st. Can't come soon enough. Williams had surgery on his left hand after the season, but he's expected to be ready for training camp. That's coming up after the FIBA World Cup in the Philippines, airing this August on the Armed Forces Network. Check your local listings. <laughs> Speaking of surgeries, Giannis Antetokounmpo had a minor procedure on his left knee after complaining of discomfort early this offseason. This was a carryover from the regular season when he missed some time with left knee soreness but still appeared in 63 games for the Bucks. 63 games for the Bucks. It's not funny. <laughs> Pete, do you remember when the the uh, the Daily Show transitioned from Craig Kilborn to John Stewart? Oh wow, that and, was that had to be like uh, oh wow the late nineties. So and and if you remember, <laughs> Kilborn fought over the five questions <laughs> bit, <laughs> saying that it was like his property. Yes, and it the, was. the agreement was the last week they went from five to four to three to two to one question, and that's how they ended it. <laughs> do we do some kind of sliding scale with Sean oh. over those last five shows where, like, on Monday you can talk for all four hours, 
On Tuesday, it's only like okay. the last three, or, and we slowly cut them down. You could do something else. We we can say, or it cannot come in. There's also that. There we go. Either you get me for all, we're not doing these games. I've been frozen out enough over 10 years. You're going to hear my fat mouth that last Or you could do Monday only five meals, uh, Tuesday only four meals. Wow. Wednesday okay. three. That's a shot he usually takes at you. I like you flipping the tables here. Was that, was that, calories. Was that drop worthy? What? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, well, wow. Billy Jock I got some work for you to do. <laughs> a long time ago. The NBA's new play-in tournament is coming to, to town, and that town is Las Vegas, Hello. at least for the Final Four. That'll take place on December 7th and 9th when Mraz is putting the finishing touches on his Christmas shopping. That's Football. Right. That's right. Most fans outside of Philadelphia don't know who Devin Allen is, but the 28-year-old Eagles wide receiver is actually one of the best athletes on the planet. He's a two-time Olympian in the 110-meter hurdles. That's right. And clocked the fourth fastest time in the world this year. He recently caught up with TMZ Sports. All right, talk to me about some of these. Uh, look, the, the NFL has incredible athletes. We've seen guys like DK Metcalf. He has uh, tried his hand at sprinting. Obviously, we know Tyreek Hill has a background in track and field. Uh Fast, you're the fastest guy in the NFL right now. Somebody else faster. Uh, no, where, where I, I definitely am. I definitely am. <laughs> wow. Is there levels to this, Devin? Like, we said, like, like DK, he ran. Uh, even Tyreek recently did the 60. Yeah. I think it was a 60-yard dash, I believe. Six, six, yeah, 60-meter six dash. Yeah, it was 60-meter. Um, okay, I wasn't sure if yeah. it was meters or yards. So Tyreek wins that race. Didn't exactly look like he was going against the highest level of competitors, but what do I know? Uh, different level between you and those guys? Um, yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, it's hard to to roast. I'm not going to roast those guys because no. what they what they did was impressive. I raced Tyreek Hill when I was in high school. Oh, no um, way. Yeah, we, we raced and he smoked me when we were in high school. And uh, DK Metcalf running 10-3 a couple years ago is, is super impressive for a guy that's 6'4", right. 6'3", 225. I thought that was cool. Talk about some Devin intervention. Why? Why do you do that? It's not funny. I don't like cockiness, arrogance, pats on the back. And that's what Devin Allen was giving you there. I mean, I think... I mean, he was cool about Metcalf saying it was impressive. Shouldn't that be something that airs on Real Sports with Brian Gumble, and instead he's doing a six-minute interview with TMZ Sports? Like, yeah. That, like, he's a lot bigger than that as far as I'm yeah. concerned. You know what, though? We've seen the athlete that runs, like, track before, like a football player or something like that. Is it that interesting? I think it's cool. I, I would love to. Cool, s- yeah, is not interesting. I'm cool. I'm not interesting. See, I think the opposite. Exactly. I think you're interesting. I don't think you're cool at all. Yes, and which both- I guess is still his point. I don't think you're cool or interesting. <laughs> all right, no need to take shots. We still. Oh have, yeah, we still have a few more minutes here. Okay. okay. Uh, hold on. All right, Who's time doing- for a rapid fire game of <laughs> good tweet, bad tweet. Yes. Yes. No- number one. Hey, y'all, I'm now on threads. Bad tweet. Pete? Horrible tweet. Bogues? I'll go good tweet. 2v1. That comes from Peter Schwartz. Damn it. Number two, random MLB thought of the night. I love how Brandon Hyde was given a chance to manage the hashtag Orioles after a rebuild. So rarely does that happen. Bad That's tweet. a good tweet. That's from you. Okay, 1-1. One, one. Pete? Uh, it's fine. Definitely <laughs> not me. 
That is from Jack Stern. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry, folks. It was the Orioles' fun. rookies who sparked last How night's comeback win over the Yankees. Colton Kowser with a ribby single in his big league debut. And then Jordan Westberg on the very next pitch. And Westberg lines one to left field. Charging and diving, not making the catch, is Bowers. The ball rolls all the way to the bullpen wall. Two runs will easily score. All the way to third goes Westberg. And the Orioles have taken a 3-2 lead. Damn. Wait, real quickly. Good tweet, bad tweet. Rate limit exceeded, question mark? <laughs> Good tweet. Excellent tweet. Greg? One of the best. That was an Andrew Bogus tweet. Okay. <laughs> How dumb was that sequence, too? Yeah. By the way, I guess that doesn't happen anymore because I've been fine. I haven't. I've been fine since then. Since... Other people are still complaining about it. No, I I mean, I, I, I purposely yesterday kept checking all day. I got no problem. I haven't had an issue since that one or two days. Yeah, we're good. We're back. Now, is this threads thing, mm. which I, I I don't have enough time for another app, especially a social media thing. Mm. It's I always connect- got time for another app if it's potato skins, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anytime. There's one word. You can hear me up for that one. That's too worthy. <laughs> is this is this affiliated with Instagram? It is. It's, it's made by whatever that company is. Meta? Meta yeah. World Peace? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Do you post on it like it's like Twitter? Yes. It looks very much like Twitter. But it's just words. Yeah, it looks like Twitter. It, it is their version of Twitter. Twitter with Instagram's colors. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm not anti that. So is the tweet limit thing now done? Is that Was that a temporary I, thing? I don't know. I don't care. But like, we need it for our jobs. No, I know. But, like, I, I don't have the ability to, like, go, like, search an article and figure yeah. out what's going on now. I know that the limit was raised... And it was temporary. My bigger Twitter beef is that now TweetDeck is different. I love TweetDeck, and eventually you need to pay for TweetDeck, oh. which is the which is the problem. Everything yeah. is designed because no one's paying eight dollars a month because none of sure. us are idiots. And if you're paying it, you're an idiot. They're all, everybody's doing this though. Costco, Netflix, let us share. Well, I mean, I understand Netflix being like you can't give your password to eighty-seven other people. Yeah, but I don't they're understand. not allowed for an, anybody out of the house here. But the idea that. Every, Twitter, as crappy as Twitter was, it was it was working. And this uh-huh. doc, guy wants eight dollars a month, and no one will just give it to him. Shockingly, so he's yeah. doing all of these twists and turns to get eight dollars out of us. And guess month. what? In the end, we're still winning because Twitter's back to normal. But and, but they're going to keep cutting us off somehow. Well, there's another. Sometimes new thing. you got to bite your nose to spite your face. Exactly. Definitely the right time to use that. Yep. Okay, and that's what's happening. All right. Thank you. When we come back, let me go to my rundown. Should you be able to close a roof for shadows in the shadows? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're having a good show here today so far, folks. Enjoying ourselves. How about David Ross the other night, Cubs manager? Gets all upset, fighting with the umpires on the field, all ticked off postgame. Why? They were playing in Milwaukee, as you know, Miller Park, which has a retractable roof. And the Brewers, and whoever made this decision, decision, decided to start closing the roof, mm-hmm. not because of weather, because of shadows. I think David Ross is right here. This is my big... I love retractable roofs. In fact, I know it's not equitable, but I think every baseball and football stadium in North America should have a retractable roof. But I also think 
that the retractable roofs, especially in football's case, should only be closed if it's like pouring rain or something like that. I think if you want to be freezing and still have the cold weather feel of a team in Buffalo or down the line Green Bay if they ever got a new stadium, I think you should not have to close the roof at 60 degrees. I think you should play that to your advantage. But in baseball, (laughs) baseball, I'm getting made fun of the way I say baseball, baseball, I believe that unless it's raining, roofs are open, pal. I don't care how cold or shadow. Shadows is no excuse, Bogues. What about if it's like 118 in Arizona? All right. That's fair. If it gets to where it's dangerous, like the whole point of Texas building the stadium, dangerous hot, that's a different story. I still think that's true weather that's affecting it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and look, and on the flip side, in April, if it's negative nine in Denver and they had a retractable fine. Right. So but like Packers, I mean, yeah, Packers, Giants, Tom but, Coughlin's frozen face. I want that stuff. Football is also a little different than baseball. Can we agree with that? Yes, of course. Of course. Um, this one, and they won the game, didn't they? And he was still, still pretty angry off, afterwards. Which I, I appreciate. If you're going to stay angry, don't just right. not be angry because you won the game. And the um sucked in that game. They had a, they had a very yeah, a lot busy weekend for the Cubs. I'm I, I'm with you on this. I guess I'm with him too. And I know that it helped both of them, but that's not why we have roofs. Uh, roofs yeah. Roofs are for weather. Roofs are for weather, that's not it. for shadows. No. Which is crazy that would even be a thought. Like, yeah, I don't like these shadows. Start closing it. Because the reverse is, could you open it to create shadows to, like, give your pictures right. an advantage? Does you, it work both ways? Yeah. It's got to be, it's only if, the weather is really preventing you from playing. You can't half close it, close it all the way, or open it because you want the sun to be different. And this is why I think DA and I have differed in a long time on roof because DA is like, he wants everything open. He doesn't want roofs everywhere. And my point has always been retractable roofs should be everywhere, but there also shouldn't be the guidelines of, you know, anything below 60, this thing better be closed. No, I think weather could still take part in stadiums with the understanding of taking care of fans, and especially rain, rain in baseball situations. Have you There's seen nothing a, worse than sitting around wondering if your game's going to get rained. Have down. you seen a game indoors yet? A baseball game? Baseball indoors? No, I've seen football indoors. Yeah. I've never seen baseball. Indoors. No, me neither. I'd love to. Yeah, that's weird. Now that you say that, one of those things I would have thought. It's got to be weird. Yeah, probably. Well, either way, when we come back, is our Otani and Trout October Dream dead? The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 